Welcome to the seventh episode, I think it is, this season of, uh, well, it's an ongoing season, our biggest win with Ken and Robbie. That is Robbie. I'm Ken Knapsack. Welcome to my channel. Welcome to my podcast feed. This right now is uh, one of the things I enjoy doing the most because I, I get to check in with my friend Robbie every month uh, and we share our biggest wins of the past few days, weeks, months, even your years. And uh, we got a big one coming up. But first, Robbie, just in general, how are you doing? doing here today i am doing all right. all right i have walked into this new year with trying to have a more positive attitude because i lost it for a while i was very yeah. frustrated by life and things and and like and i accept that you got to lean into that sometimes but now i'm like okay pick yourself up dust yourself off you have every right to be um in that spot and i'm glad you're pulling yourself forward make, and making some changes but for those that, that maybe just be joining, a year ago, almost to the day, we launched this podcast um, and, and and we had a great first episode and, and you were about to go do something really cool and you were really excited. You have you have a history of medical problems uh, that you've especially in, you've dealt with in the last couple of years and you were, you were going to take some big wins. And then um, I didn't hear from you for a while. You were in the hospital. You almost died. You spent months there. Um, so you've pushed through that. So any cynicism, any lack of joy, any negativity, I think is earned. Oh, I, I, that's where, that's, that's where I lived for a while. And then, and then I got COVID over Christmas. So, you did, as did I. Oh, we're COVID, we're COVID uh, siblings. Um, Look at so that. I was like, this year is just like, it is just riding me all the way to the end. And, uh, um, but I, uh, but okay, next. Okay. Gentle reminder. Speaking of COVID. Yeah. Um, I don't care what your poli- not you, I'm talking to the audience. Okay. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care, you know, how you feel about one way or the other, but like it still exists. Things are still going on. Be smart. Even if yeah. you've been vaccinated, just because Obviously, I didn't think I was, and this is the second holiday I got it. Uh, the first time was Thanksgiving of twenty twenty two, I think. Yeah, no, twenty one, and then um, Christmas of twenty three. There you go. Uh, yeah, this is my first time, and mine was, <coughs> mine was mine was Thanksgiving heading into the Christmas season, and yeah, first time for me. And yeah, I know the numbers are still out there, and they spike, and it's probably Excuse something me. we'll have to live with, and maybe live with for a while. But yeah, it's um, I understand it just in a general sense of of the apathy towards it. But yeah, there's those moments. I, I still wear a mask on a plane, but I don't wear it at a lot of other spots. And there's still those moments where I look over my shoulder at myself, and I'm like, "Are we? What are we doing here?" Like. Well, and, and, I, it's not me. I'm just never celebrating any holiday again. That, that's fair. That that's kind of what got me too. Yeah. Well, and 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 it's the, you know, maybe for me, uh, I'm I'm not in a dangerous spot if I contract it, um, like other people are. Maybe even you included. You have you know, my immunity's solid and relatively healthy. But it knocked me out for 10 days and I lost a job. I lost a paying gig. I almost lost a really cool opportunity of hosting a panel. Um, it, 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 it will, it'll, it'll floor you in a lot of different ways. So. Well, the, the first time I had it, unfortunately, I was down for the count for several weeks. Fortunately, yeah. this time around, it was, it was probably five or six days of, of just being gross. 
and I'm thankful <laughs> because I uh, it, because it was sort of bumping right up against you know all the wonderful activities I've had, and I've thought if I have to cancel all of this stuff again second <laughs> time, yes. Yes, and we're going to get to that. That is your win. Uh, the point of this show, the point of uh, you and I gathering is, uh, like I said, we share our biggest wins. And and we're going to spend most of the time on yours, yours today, Robbie. I'll tell you that right now. As I said in the Patreon pre-roll, uh, that's right. If you support me at patreon.com slash catnapsock, you get shows like this and the blathering with a extra 10 minutes or so of broadcasting, the Patreon pre-roll. Uh, check that out. Uh, uh I said in the pre-roll, this, I'm going to lean on you, Robbie. I'm not in a good spot. I'm not in a good headspace. I'm not in a good physical uh, space. I am, uh, I'm down and out. And and uh, the year started uh, solid. I always say, hey, things might not be well, but the, you know the moods the moods good. The the moods not good. Um, I've been down for a week now with a, a chronic back injury that flared up because I'll tell you, it flared up because I sat on the edge of my couch while I fixed my new, uh, router for the internet. I had to upgrade. Um, and I was couch ridden for, uh, two, three days. Uh, it hurts to sleep. It hurts to, it hurts. And I can't afford a chiropractor right now. I can't afford acupuncture. I lost my medical insurance. I am, I am, I am flat. (laughs) I am run. I'm steamrolled. I'm like Christopher Lloyd's character, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, getting run over by a steamroller. Um, and so I got to find what that win is. And and I was even going to ask you. I, I often try to do the caveats. I try to do the put the make sure my perspective's in the right spot and put that perspective in there of you know far worse situations in the world. I'm not uh, you know a Palestinian on the streets of Gaza trying to find my way forward. I'm not a Ukrainian soldier fighting for the survival of this country. I'm not any of that stuff. Um, but we can't overlook our problems. And as right. someone you Robbie who's had you've been on death's door. We just don't need to hide that. You've been on death's door with the conditions and stuff you deal with going on inside you. Um, I, I don't, I'm not at, I'm not there. I'm not there, but I'm, I'm, I'm so run over right now that I'm like, I everybody's, don't know got, up. everybody's got their unexpected ostomy bag. Let's just say that. <laughs> you're saying you I, I have get, a, I have a shit bag of life. And you will know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's got one. What, <laughs> so. what, what were the days? What were the days where you were like, "F it, I'm gonna give up"? Like, how many, how many, how many of those days um, were there in the beginning, and how did they start to lose ground? Probably from I was so medicated and just ter- like, just so completely like drained of everything. Um, mm-hmm. The first few months that I don't, I don't. I, thankfully, I don't remember most of it. But mm. from May, from the time I actually had my um, ostomy surgery. And the heart surgery um, till probably about, I want to say like Thanksgiving, I was just like, fake it till you make it. And I was not faking mm. it very well. It's mm. the lo- I mean, it's the longest I've gone through a phase of, I don't know if I can dig myself out of this one. Right. You know, right. because, it, and I know a lot of people have their own experiences with different things and whatnot, but when everything in your life changes, and you understand this. It's, you know, it's enough to get upset or work your way through one thing. It's another thing to work your way through um, not having the health you had before, whatever yeah. state it was, not having the freedom that you had before, not, you know, mm. I, I lost mm. my driver's license medically. 
Mm-hmm. I gave up my house because living alone was no longer safe. I, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've, all I have done is go to doctor's appointments, struggle with trying to adapt to the new body I have mm-hmm. and all the new things, take a ton of medication Watch right. anime, which I never, I have not done in forty six years. I've never watched anime, and go. talk to you and talk to my friends. But yeah, it was just like I don't have a life, and part of me was giving into that and not instead of saying, okay, well, you know, this is the list of what I can't do. What can mm-hmm. I do? And yeah. that's where this year okay. comes into play because I that's finally got my head out of my ass. Can I say that? You can. Oh. They could, I don't care if they demonetize me for that. They won't. Yeah, that I like that perspective of what can I do? Uh, there's a lot of things I'm facing right now career-wise where I'm like, I can't do that right now. And it's not a yeah. self-loathing. I don't have the skills. Like that's not – I can't keep doing that or I can't try that. Or, I can't take that risk or uh, yeah. I don't know. There's no money coming in. Like what do we do? And so maybe identifying what, what can I do? What can I do? Uh, I like that thought. I, I overlook those things sometimes. And it's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's just so much stuff going on in the world and with everybody yeah. that it's, and sometimes yeah. you don't, you don't want to like, sometimes you just need to swim in it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, yeah I think you need to swim for me. I think I'm, and that, and that might be my biggest win this week. And, and don't worry, folks, this is going to get happier. Um, because Robbie's going to, for once bring in the happiness. Um, <laughs> At least for me, it might depress the hell out of all you people. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, they're cheering for you. Yeah. I think maybe my win this week is kind of reaching the bottom in a lot of ways. Um, and going that what I've, I've got to find a different way forward or a tweaked way forward. I'm not leaving. I'm not stopping for center or doing that. I, I, I know I can do that stuff, but what I've been doing hasn't been working to the point where I'm, I'm just buried. And I think that's my win is, is, is I've faced with a little bit of tears and a little bit of a breakdown. I faced that. I did. This is. This isn't. This isn't working. Oh. And that. That means I could build something new. I'm oh. speaking in generalities because it, it's not about this no. show, that show, or what I do. It's just my creative and professional I, life. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's, when it's when not when pressed up against a wall, you know, sometimes you have to be shoved down and knocked around to make yourself go. Okay, what's next? It sounds like you're saying life is like a Chubbawamba saw. We yeah. all get knocked down. We get back up again. Um, though, ironically, that was the only song they put out there that was kind of like that. They were an anarchist band from the UK. And that was almost yep. a song. Did you play that all the time? We play, yeah. My end, end, The very end of my radio career in uh, my hometown. I'm, I should say end of my career. I'm doing it now. Um, but... Uh, that was, I remember the single. I don't even know if the, I don't even think the album had come out. I just, we had the single CD sent out from the record company and we played the hell out of that. And I like it. I remember that in Love Fool. Was it Love Fool from Romeo Cardigans. and Juliet? Cardigans, Love Fool. Nina Pearson is one of my all time music crushes, like Hall of Fame music crush. There's that, and I know I'm going to upset a lot of people. There's a whole era of music where I'm like, oh. <laughs> Why? What hurts about it for you? Well, just because it it's probably because it's such a specific time in my life. Yeah. And, you know, nobody wants to, you know, oh, Chumbawamba. That's when I messed around on my boyfriend. 
Okay. Well, every time I hear that song, I'm like, I'm a heel. <laughs> or, or, you know, okay. what cool, or, or, um, what was that other song? Oh, everybody was obsessed with the chords. The chords? Chords. Oh, the chords. I love the chords. Yeah. You, yeah. Right. That was our. I just, I'm such an 80s pop boy that all of that, like, you know, yes. different, like 90s, the alternative, alternative music. I mean, all my friends were into alternative music and alternative rock. And I tried to, but I was just like, take that flannel off and take a shower. Jesus. <laughs> and so that made me, you know, on an island yeah. of one. And I, I, I have literally just offended half of your audience with that. No, 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 no. Look, I know, uh, yeah. I know Trey is like. Why is he making fun of my flannels? No, no, he's busy building fences. He's 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 okay. No, I I um, it's well, it's funny that era too, though. Um, the eighties, which were only ten years behind, you know, it wasn't like ancient history, but it felt like another era. And and we used to go out of our way to like, like not play the eighties pop, you know, like it was it was a joke to us there at the rock station, which is silly because. Uh, I love all the songs now. It's it's amazing if I if I hear like and it's not what you're talking about, but if I hear like Dexy's Midnight Runners, I hated that song. The radio station make fun of it, make make fun of their overalls in the video. Uh, that song comes on at a, at a wedding. I'm gonna break my back dancing to it. See, I like when they mix things up, like Ana DeFranco, who's from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were really into her here because I've lived here since I was in high school. She did a cover of. Um, Prince's song that Cindy Lauper covered called "When You Were Mine." Yeah, that brought me joy. Love that. Yeah, Honey DeFranco's great. And Madonna signed Alanis Morissette. That brought me joy. Sinead O'Connor brought me joy. But like all these, like, like Hootie and the Blowfish. Who? (laughs) Although I did. We were supposed to go see Counting Crows. This is back in like the the mid nineties. And um, they had to cancel because their lead singer was sick. And Wallflowers, when they one headlight had just come yeah. out, yeah, they were the opening act. So instead of canceling, and because they were there, because it, it, they did not cancel the show, they did not announce Counting Crows weren't there until everybody was already there. Oh no! Uh, uh, Wallflowers played for three and a half hours, and it was amazing. That that story ended in a place I didn't think you'd take it. It's amazing. I like the Wallflowers. Uh, that's a uh, Wallflowers County Jacob Dylan. I'll you know I could yeah. I could I could love you. He's a pretty in a boy. special Robbie like way. He he's got those he's got those lips. I was gonna call him those Bob Dylan lips, but even that's not accurate. He doesn't look like his. That's probably where his where his his mom contributed no. to the lips. Right? Wasn't she a model? Dad, it sounds like they're always models. Yeah. His dad scares me. I love Bob. I mean, I love Bob Dylan's work. I used to be respectful yeah. and admired, but he's also kind of like that crazy great uncle that you don't like. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's gonna mumble his way through an alcoholic, you know. <laughs> he's doing his thing. Uh so anyways, that's 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 where I'm at. That is my life. That is the win. Just trying to survive. And I don't want this isn't a woe is me, and I don't need anyone to worry about me. And, it, 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 and this has kind of been my state of being for a while. I, I think I think Robbie, I've I've done I've I love the things I've accomplished in the last few years. Got the comedy album out. I got I got the music with the Moon Agers out. We got more on the way. I, I think I, I've done some of my favorite things in my life. I just I do think I've been driftwood bobbing up and down on the water for far too long. And and maybe maybe that's the next big change. I don't even know what that means. 
don't know what it means. I just know this isn't working. Is that too depressing? Is that too depressing? I feel like I've caught you in a buzzsaw. No, 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 no. We're yin and yang today. I I think that, you know, again, you know, start of a new year and I, you know, everyone makes resolutions that they never Mm -hmm. keep. But Mm -hmm. I think most people are, are kind of, you know, in that position of, you know, feeling restless and feeling like here we are. So again, what's next? And I think that's, I, I, I think that talking about it actually is helpful to other people because Mm -hmm. not talking about it doesn't solve the problem. You got to recognize where you are to get where you're going. I just turned into Oprah, but you know what I mean? (laughs) And that ties into what I'm going to be talking about later. So you are. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do this weird half stand, half sit thing. Um, Thank you. Thank you to the podcast listeners. My podcast feed is now in its uh, 12th broadcast season. Um, and the blathering, all the stuff will continue in some form. But uh, that's crazy to me that this, some folks, Robbie, have been listening to me since like 2012. Yeah. You fools. You fools. You uh, have great content. You know, and I'm going gonna, gonna to do that thing where I, I make you, you know, turn red and, and blush. But I remember the first thing I heard was Saturday Night Napsock. Oh, yeah. Which I liked a lot yeah. and I miss terribly. I, I do too. Yeah. All the all the characters you created are so iconic. Mm-hmm. But I remember the afternoons with Josh mm-hmm. and, and I got into Force Center and I, all these things. Is, there's just so many different layers I, to who you are. And then and the stuff you're doing with the music and the comedy album and and I just think that it's, you know it's, it's really uh, kind of yeah. you're multifaceted, no. you're a hyphenate. I'm a hyphenate. Don't forget that. A renaissance man, but that doesn't, uh, it's not a renaissance time might be the issue, but I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And and more so than uh, my sad tales this week, Robbie, we, we really do need to get to what you did. And and I'm going to reset it again. Again, this show is our biggest win, which means we acknowledge that we both have things going on that are bad. Uh, The world's bad, but we always look for the light. We look for what's the win. But this is a win you're about to explain that that does trace back to a year ago when you uh, almost lost it all. But you were so close to experiencing um, kind of what you did now. But it's got to be, I don't know. I'll let you say it. Robbie, well, what's your two, biggest win? Two things happened. So I, there's sort of two biggest wins. So for those of you who have been listening, you know that a year ago when I was sort of starting to deal with the health stuff, I thought things were going to be okay. And I thought... I will do something to have something to look forward to. So I got tickets to the Madonna celebration tour at the end of, of 2022. Well then um, everything completely fell apart and I was not going to be able to go. And then unfortunately everything kind of fell apart with her around the same time. Right. Right. Nobody was going to go. And it was just like, maybe this is a sign from somebody up there. Yeah. Um, Well, after a year, and again, feeling like, you know, you said driftwood. That's exactly how mm-hmm. I felt this last year. I said, to hell with it. I'm going to go see her. So she was playing Detroit. My best friend from high school that I've known for 30-something years lives in Detroit. She's the mother of my godchildren. Um, we've, we've been close all this time. Mm-hmm. And so I said, we're going to Madonna, which is funny because the very uh, – I've not seen Madonna many times, 
Right. The, the only other time I've seen her was in 2012. And that was also okay. in Detroit. And Shannon had gotten the tickets and surprised me. Nice. So nice. this was, she knew how much this meant. And so, um, yeah. So I was, uh, to do it. yeah, yeah. I was, I was walking on eggshells and terrified up until <laughs> she took the stage between her and I, because <laughs> who would break down you know, first? Who's going to fall apart. And, <laughs> and again, I, I, you know, I don't drive anymore. So I flew, which, right. you know, is a thing. It's difficult. I've, yeah. I've, I've got certain, uh, conditions and things that that you know are worrisome mm-hmm. but um everything worked out yeah, i mean the trip was not without incident mm. but i going back to that you know i i started to get upset at one point because i thought can i just go a day without having some sort of issue with you know an apparatus or yeah, the yeah. way i feel or the meds i'm on or just you know it being five degrees the entire time i was there Right. You right. know when it's warmer in Rochester, New York, that it's the sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> that something's wrong. Because it was a whole 25 here. Yeah. And yeah. um, but I just I I relaxed and I visited with my friend. And so to get the show part out of the way. Mm-hmm. Look at oh, you got you got a merch. merch. Okay, fantastic show. And it it was not promoting an album, it was promoting right. four decades. Just her. Of, of her being Madonna. It was an amazing show. It was unlike anything I'd seen before. It wasn't your typical Madonna show. Okay. And it has nothing to do with her age, but I think it has to do with some of the health problems that she'd experienced. And Right, right. I think she's had a hip replacement and a knee replacement. So she wasn't bopping around the stage like she usually does. Sure. But uh, the production right? value was, it was 65, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, the dancers and the staging and the costumes and all the elements that made it theatrical more than made up for, you know, her not, you know, humping yeah. a bed. Although there is a bed humping scene in this one, okay. paying tribute to the 1991. To, okay. Um, but it also meant that she, she took longer breaks and spoke more than she really has. No, oh, that's, but that's um, uh, that. Yeah. I'm going to uh, cough real quick and not do oh. our microphone. <laughs> all right this is uh that's me good you muted uh i mute too um but that 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 uh, tell me if i'm wrong but that her having to talk more uh might uh, uh facilitate a, a sort of a deeper look back into what uh she was you know what, she talked she about when she went when she went to new york and you know and she kind of stumbled into the music industry because she went to be a dancer Right, but right. she was broke and she was homeless and she was anorexic and she was, you know, like not in a great place. And she'd given up every, she'd given up a comfortable life in Detroit with her family to mm. pursue her art. And mm. she struggled and we forget yeah. that she struggled because she's the queen of pop, but she was very yeah. open about this and about how her dad said, you know, if you're going to do this, I support you emotionally, but I'm not giving you a penny. And he didn't. Mm. You know, but at the same time, she's got eight other siblings. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but her talking about that and the fact that we were in Detroit, which is where her hometown. Oh, that's right. That's right. You forget. So, yeah. I think she's so associated with New York. Right. Uh, and, she should be, and, but yeah. And just her talking about the things that she learned from her family and the things she's learned from her children and the things she's learned from all of her experiences, good, bad, or indifferent. And mm-hmm. I just... And how, you know, the stuff she experienced over the summer 
made her sort of look at things and go, you know, how do I, how do I work through this? And I had yeah. never felt more seen by a pop icon. Oh, really? That's great. Um, and it was, it was just very emotional. But the, the thing that, um, got me the most is her talking about, you know, really having to finally acknowledge the fact that you have to acknowledge where you came from mm. and the important things that you grew up with to, to really appreciate where you are today, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. And that made me realize that this was a great experience. Oh, I, I don't think she'll tour again, honestly. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad mm-hmm. I got to see it. Um, it yeah. was fantastic. I loved going with my friend, but the most important thing was, is that I've known, and again, my friend's name is Shannon. I've known Shannon since freshman year. We have been through everything together. We've been through relationships, marriages, divorces, children, um, family drama, loss, medical happiness, joy. And how lucky am I? Not a lot of people have friendships that last that long. It's hard. It seems to be an anomaly if you talk to people that you know now. Yeah, it's hard. But the fact that, like, you know, I, I spent so much time again last year, sort of lamenting everything I'd lost, and not mm-hmm. to, and I won't dismiss that because I lost a hell of a lot. Yeah. But there's a lot of things I didn't lose, and to mm-hmm. have that, and to turn to her in the middle of the show that we were both enjoying and that the, it was an amazing crowd, 20,000 people going nuts and look her and say, how awesome is it that after all this time and everything we've been through that we get to experience this together when a yeah. year ago or two years ago, I don't want to you know get into her business, but mm-hmm. um, her, she's gone through some life changes and you know, a year ago we didn't know if I was still going to be here. Yeah. So to be able to sit there and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, ball our eyes out while Madonna singing <laughs> "Live to Tell" from 1987, and you know, erotica from '92. She really covered all the bases. And again, yeah. going back to what I said earlier about you hear certain things and you're like, "Where was I?" So it, it felt like that for me, and it reminded me just exactly who the fuck I am. Excuse me. That, no, I'd, I, forgotten, I'd forgotten that. I'd forgotten who I was, and I'd forgotten just how powerful I am as an individual because mm-hmm. we're all powerful. We yeah. sometimes just lose sight of that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I've, I'm not going to cry, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's where, I, yeah, that's where I'm at. I needed that. I needed almost, that yeah. to remind me yeah, it's great. of how precious life is because I'd forgotten that. I, I know this is a perfect thing to hear. It, 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 and I knew, I knew, I didn't know all this stuff you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't know who you were going with and I didn't even know. Funny thing, I didn't even know where you were going. You, we, we, you were like, I can't record on this day. And then I sent you a text, hey, I'm, are you going to record today? And you're like, idiot, I told you I'm gone. But you you did not tell me where you went. You just said it was a special mission. I'll, I'll be honest. There was I think a I sent percent- you a video when you were probably like, oh, he went. <laughs> he went. I, I think that's how, I, how you found out. That's how I found out. But when you initially said you were on a special mission, I thought for about 2% chance for about 20 seconds that you were actually going to fly out to where I live and knock on my door. Which that would, would have be been fantastic. I, I will tell you that privately, Franny and I have had conversations oh, okay. about my impending future God mm-hmm. help you embrace visit. 
Yeah, yeah, um, no. Um, Francis of course, another friend of mine had said, you shouldn't do that to Ken or your friends and not tell them what's going on, even though you want to surprise them. Because the last time you're like, I can't talk, you were in the ICU unconscious. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's the only thing with you. You should be able to keep the surprises you want to keep. But yes, right. uh, there is, um, you know, you've you've ever since I've known you, you've had some, you know, we started speaking uh, uh, off social media uh, and recording things. You were on one of my Patreon interview shows a long time ago. You've had medical issues, so that's not a surprise. But yeah, last year, oh, I haven't heard from Robbie in a while, has dark oh. undertones. <laughs> that, that. So that's the other thing. But I'm, no, no, I'm no, no. And, and, and I knew- Am I that I, Have I had a life crisis? Have I had sex with an inappropriate person? Yeah. These, all of these things are possible. Or all of them connected, and 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 you're you deserve uh, this thing so much. And I and I once I I knew where you were, I was excited, couldn't wait to record this episode because I wanted to hear the joy. But even I thought of it just as what an accomplishment a year later to go to it. What a thrill because you know an artist that means so much to you, and even though you've seen her before, to see her at this point, and I love that, and I love that for you. I I, I couldn't have imagined it was as deep as it, I mean. I'm not surprised it's deep. You're connected to this artist, but to, to have right. your friend Shannon there, it's have all this stuff. It's a different way, yeah. And I didn't, yeah. again, I didn't expect that either because it didn't, like I said, I was sitting yeah. there and it was just like, yeah, wow, this has given me a lot to think about. Ah, Music that's amazing. brings yeah. people together, as Madonna said. Yeah. No, that, I, I love that. I love hearing this story. And I think there's some powerful uh, words uh, that you in, in, in your story and what you've said. And, and uh, you know, I know it, it, it's... Um, if I may speak speak frankly about like the Madonna of it all, like I look at her the last couple of years and, and, and I, I think there's been some time she's been beat up on by pop culture that I just don't, I get upset at. And I'm not, I'm not a, like a huge Madonna fan, but I, of that era where now I'm protective of Madonna. <laughs> and, and look, if, if someone says something stupid or does something stupid or, you know, we, we were ta talking in the pre-show about, you know, some comics that have gone awry. I have no problem with that, but just she's, she's had the audacity to age. She's had the audacity to keep going. She's had the audacity to make some decisions about her body that she's wanted to do. And I, 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 she becomes like this, you know, it, her name comes up a lot now, right? Like, have you seen what Madonna did? And I've gotten really defensive and, and, and she's a once in a generation artist who, who, has not just paved the way, like built a lot of the things that so many other artists are playing around in, right? Like, um, and of course the next generation is going to come up and the next generation is going to be uh, bigger and better. And, and, you know, I'm a huge Gaga fan and you got Taylor Swift doing her eras tour already. Right. And here's Madonna. Like I got eras, you got eras, I got eras. Um, right. anyways, to get you to, to, so to ha hear you describe that she in a way gets to experience this for herself and maybe kind of, uh, uh, push through all the BS out there. And, uh, and, 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 and not, not even reclaim her spot, but just it, it be was, who it she was is. two and a half hours of, of not thinking about her age or mm -hmm. if she's had work or done hip. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or, you know, whether her, you know, last five albums have, you know, had the success of her early albums. It was yeah. just two and a half hours of, we were going to have a good time. And two and a half hours was, of good time. I mean, there's, there's, it was, it was in a, it was a long show and, as I'm sure people have heard, she starts late. I I heard I yes I've heard there's some, you know, and again I'm not here to defend every act of every artist in, 
straight. I want to make. But I heard, I heard there was an issue with her being like three hours late in shows. Was this the show? That, that hasn't. That actually has not happened. That's that's she. What has the issue happened. is, and this is not me defending her because I believe people. But time but, but tell tell me the truth. So um, the tickets say that the show begins at eight thirty. Typically, she does not go on until ten thirty. Okay. Which means that you're not getting out until like one. Yeah. Now I understand for a lot of people that's like, you know, maybe they don't know that um, because they're not advertising that. My yeah. issue with the complaints are that first of all, I guess she's being sued in New York City from she's two being fans. sued, yeah, yeah, and they're like, well, I had to go to work the next day. First of all, handle your business. Second <laughs> of all, I agree it's shit. an issue, but. Madonna's not printing your ticket in her bathroom. Yeah. They're called Live Nation. Maybe they're the ones that need to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. And the tickets do say um, the show begins. At, it doesn't say Madonna's going on at 830. It right. says the, the the show begins at 830. And there's a DJ and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get both sides. But I just think that people like to run again because it's it's easy to slag off on her. It it is. That's my point. It is. And and again, uh, if there's any merits of those things, great. But like, yeah, just say, I had to go to work the next day. Like, who, who gives an f? <laughs> you, were, right, right. you saw Madonna. Right. Come on, you wanted the Madonna show. Like, um, it was Monday night. But again, handle like, what is this whole it. like? Everybody has to take care of me. Handle it. Uh, but that's uh, that's all the negative stuff. But I, I, that's something for you and Alden to talk about is the controversy in New York City. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll talk about it. Um, because my back is literally feels as though uh, a 40 pound weight is on um, part of my spine. I'm going to look to start wrapping up the show, Robbie. But I, this has been one of my favorites. This 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 truly is the dawn of the new age. We It took us a year to get to here. This was the show we were supposed to have. A year ago, we've had some wonderful episodes since then, but this is like our only seventh, only our seventh episode. We do this monthly. And uh, I just want to say this has been the the episode, a lifetime in the making. And I'm happy it was, you got it was, a, it was a long rehearsal process. <laughs> a long rehearsal process, indeed. All right, my friends, uh, this is our biggest win with Ken and Robbie. And I might be experiencing some losses, but I am overjoyed with Robbie's win. And how are you doing out there? Let us know in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, comments are unfortunately a name in the game, but put a good one down there. Uh, and if you're listening on the podcast, uh, thank you so much for supporting that podcast feed. You can support me on Patreon if you want at patreon.com slash Uh There's other places. Just go to my website, catnapsock.com. Give a like and subscribe and tell your friends. Give a like and subscribe. Oh, and tell did, I just the, did I set the thing off on my computer? What happened there? What happened? Suddenly, look, what, what's going How does that work? I have no idea. For the audio listeners, I look down. I'm always looking to camera, and I look down, and Robbie's got fireworks and stuff going on in his room. Is that? Did my bag explode? Oh, my God. Everybody <laughs> watch out. <laughs> oh, and, of course, we end on that. All right. We'll see you all. We'll see you next time here on our biggest win.